today they were talking about bicycles. Uh, we're talking about we're talking about bicicletas, and uh, there's some beautiful bikes bikes here. And the, the occasion here is uh, we wanted to do uh, field notes because uh, one of the sections we're covering currently uh, at in the grandstand or talking about at grandstand is uh, non-mainstream sports. And although cycling is huge in the world and people all over the world it's use like bicycles yes uh, in the states it is not as high profile as say it is in other parts of the world um, with that said um, so so tell us a little bit about uh, so wait you so you're you're native you're local you're here from north park tell us first of all tell us your name my name is eric best and uh, i've been in the community uh, for about 28 years now and uh, um, i'm just really uh, really happy to be here in one of the most beautiful cities in the world so, so how did you get into how did you get into the the, the, the world of bicycles and how did that oh, happen man. for you? Uh, my beautiful uh, uncle was one of the main mechanics uh, up in Mammoth. Uh, their only bike shop up in Mammoth for about seven seven years, <laughs> maybe ten. And uh, yeah, dude, he was he was a great man. And uh, after that, I just was very intrigued. I uh, used to get made fun of for riding my uh, road bike, my uh, original. I called it the Blue Chic. It's in the Sheiky, 19, uh, 1980 Sheik. And, uh, I mean, the rage was skating, and, uh, you know, right. and then it was Razor Scooters, you know. Right. Right. But, uh, so, uh, so I asked you earlier, um, we are talking about uh, uh, how do you see the bike culture growing here in San Diego, and how do you see as far as as far as safety is concerned? And I, w- I was mentioning that I'm a I'm a uh, leisure biker. I, I, I bike I bike to uh, I bike to church on Sundays. Yep, is what we had said. But with that said, we were saying, hey, um, maybe illustrate, uh, educate the grandstand on the, the different types of bike lanes and 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 why they're set up that way and why you're, what kind of things are you looking for. So, to, 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 to make it a safer, more enjoyable uh, bike riding experience. Uh, well, uh, let's get back to that uh, in your endo you put in. Uh, are, are, are you Mormon or something like no, that? No, I'm not Mormon. Like to, like to work on Sundays or something? I don't know. No, I'm not Mormon. I bike to, I bike to, to the, I, I didn't say what kind of church I bike to. Anyways, I continue. Continue, continue, continue. Can you repeat a little bit of that question? Yeah, so so tell us about the different kinds of bike lanes that, uh, oh, yeah, that, that we yeah, have yeah. here in San Diego. So, uh, um, the three class, three class system essentially is. Uh, um, I, I'm pretty sure it starts. One is just slightly removed. Two is uh, essentially uh, um, removed off the road, but no divide. Okay. Three is going to be something along the lines of a complete separation between car and bicycle. Okay. Um, which I understand that there's no 100 percent separation, and uh, but I mean I've been in many other cities. I've lived in other cities that have. Uh, essentially incorporated bikes in such a beautiful way and they have a way less like essentially I've had three buddies um, my buddy Javi for example just I mean like this kid who used to rock the ugly back in the day and make it look cool you know and uh, um, this kid got hit really hardcore and it wasn't uh, you know like it's never your fault when you get hit with a bicycle it's just an unfortunate circumstance you know Um, it happens like that Uh, there's a lot of uh, inertia a lot of momentum going and uh I mean, I just really want to see people start riding their riding with helmets, man. Like helmets are going to be the. the I agree. Savior. I agree. What What would you say to a, a person who doesn't ride a bike? You 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 gave a really beautiful analogy earlier about you know you're on your two wheel you're you're on your you're, you're pedaling and they're on their gas. Do you, do you remember what you were saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. It's 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 that thing where uh, I I feel a lot of people on the road behind their uh, their steering wheels flex that right foot a little bit too hard around bicycles. Got it. 
Um, and uh, what I really want to see is I, I want to see a little bit more focus on safety and a little bit more caution when riding around. I, uh, I unfortunately uh, got to experience a, a crew of bicycle and bicycle safety enthusiasts who are telling me the negative aspects of actually the negative aspects of driving or riding your bike without a helmet or it was the it was the negative aspects of having a helmet on and they're saying that essentially it makes the cars feel more safe around you they get closer to this bullshit article and i'm like oh i see what you're saying yes so the more you impose rules and structures people yeah. get lazy with how they pay attention yes yes exactly yes. and that is just completely not true uh, honestly uh, i've uh, i've experienced friends family all that stuff essentially uh get totally demolished and a lot of different broken bones and uh I mean, I had a friend fall off a skateboard. I think skaters need to start rocking the ugly a little bit more, too, because, man, those have no brakes, dude. So, um, again, uh, Grant Sanders, pay attention out there when you're on the streets. And uh, tell us about the project. You're working on a project here. You, you, you were saying earlier uh, you're a videographer. Yes. Maybe you want to share with the grandstand what you're working yeah. on? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. So, uh, essentially, my company I'm starting is uh, Two Degrees of E-Cubed. And uh, this company is essentially a... Uh, um, a uh, community building art expose essentially on the internet so what I'm doing is that I'm allowing people to drop their art um, allowing them to piggyback with other artists uh, collaborate do all that fun stuff and then after this collaboration they get 100% of the proceeds because I'm going to be doing my own art to pay for the company so there's going to be completely donation donation based um, people are going to be able to sell prints they're going to be able to sell their artwork to companies um, Essentially, it's going to be a uh, beautiful idea that I hopefully doesn't get stolen. So. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just uh, so so nobody forgets, tell us your name again. Uh, my name is Eric Best. Thank yes. you, Eric. It's lovely talking to you, brother. Yeah, right back at you, my man. There you have it, folks, from the grandstand. So I heard that I heard that you you she, she said she said you're an enthusiast but you're you're hardcore you're the real deal you're the real deal you're right you're right there has been sayings and some sayings have gone like I am the wellspring from which all life blood flows really and then tell can you expand on that because uh, I've been I've been looking for this uh, certainly kind of the origins of this certainly within within any. JB, I think you should sit. I think you should sit in on this because I'm gonna stand back. Because while the while the we're gonna put on the boots, we're gonna put on the boots. That's okay. I understand it, and I know you, and I'm prepared. That's good. Good. All right. So I'm really excited about this, by the way. Certainly, uh, at, at uh, within any enthusiast community, whether it is photography. Whether it is audiophile, whether it is uh, a, a genre of music, whether it is tattoos, hot rods, motorcycles, bicycles are no different. Got it. You're gonna have a. Uh, you're gonna have various levels of entrance within any of those communities, Got it. and so you'll have. Um, 
you will have a, uh, you know, like I need to ride to the store to get a pack of smokes. Mm-hmm. You'll have hobo, hobo level riders. Yeah. To uh, to that's, that's probably me. That's where to, I'm at. To Neo- yes, you are trying to leave. Yes, yes. That that is that's what I thought when I saw you. Yeah. you but I ride a bike. And I, and I, if we can cut this up, <laughs> tell me your name again. Mario. If I could say that Mario was a hobo, you would cyclist. Awesome. That would, that would be perfect. Okay. Perfect. 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 All right. So tell me, tell me, tell me. So you, so you do, you have like legendary status here in San Diego? Well, certainly, uh, I owned a, I, uh, I owned a bike shop that, uh, that was the epicenter of a lot of community at a time when there wasn't a lot of community. Can you tell so, us what the name of that bike shop was? Adams Avenue Bicycles. Oh, you're Adams. Yeah. Oh, very nice to meet you. You are legendary. <laughs> really? So you are legendary. It's, it's, so are you responsible for that team that rides around town? Oh, yeah. That's you. No. No, I'm sorry. I'm not responsible for any of those people. <laughs> It's together. like saying, like, people you in a charger, right, are the right. chargers responsible for people in charger jerseys? That was stupid. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's completely you, understandable. You created it. You, crea- yeah, I you, totally you created the monster. You created that. Yeah. I totally created the okay. monster. So, one of the things that was understandable as, as I opened up my bike shop was that there was a, there was a connection between, so, for example, uh, for me, it was coffee shops. Okay. And, and so you will pass three perfectly good coffee shops to go to the coffee shop that you want to go to, whether it meets your ethical flavor or style. It doesn't matter. There's the coffee shop that you go to. And bicycle community, JB, Ronnie, these people, you too, you will pass perfectly good bike shops to go to the bike shop that you want to go to. And so uh, I understood that I understood that very early and, uh, and, and built the whole business principle upon that. And that's how the community grew was that there was an understanding that 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 the community was incumbent upon the success. Can you give us a time frame for all the San Diegans uh, out there? Uh, that was 2003 to okay. 2014. And then and then uh, so you started that and then and then. Uh, but the, but the shop itself has been a fixture in San Diego since 1978. And you've been a part of that since? Uh, I worked I worked for Adams Avenue Bikes when I was in college in 91. So you've been on a bike since uh, your youth? I mean, has that yeah. been your thing? That's your yeah. thing? It's my jam. Did you race? Or yeah. you just... Yeah. I've, raced, I've raced bikes since about 82 or 83, and I've been part of the cycling community since then. Can you sure. talk about these bikes that you see here today? Anything, like, can you yes. uh, uh, instruct the layman on something you saw that caught your eye and why it did? And, and Absolutely. Tell me. Absolutely. So, certainly, the, this particular collection is Italian-heavy. Uh, this, this particular collection is very Italian-heavy. Okay. And, uh, and Italians certainly are the wellspring from which all left leg flows okay. as far as cycling. Cycling is concerned? Uh, unless you're French. More so than the French? I was just going to say. So unless you're French. French and then the Italian? Unless you're French. Okay. Or they're but right, yeah. there's no French here, so... <laughs> 
That's true. When's the last time you ran into a French person in San Diego? <laughs> or a French bike. It's true. It's true. So, uh, certainly, this is a very Italian-heavy uh, display. Italians, uh, Italians are very functional. Italian bikes are very purposeful. Italian bikes express um, express an intersection of of, uh, of art and function uh, that has um, that has a point of view that really expresses the purpose of the machine. Got it. That's uh, beautiful, by the way. And, and so uh, you can see that in things like whether it be as high as a Ferrari or whether it's as simple as the nut and bolt espresso okay. that we all have. So, so you, uh, I mean, I was going to ask that question. That was, my, that was my next question. But So you see that you see that same artistry that we see in the espresso machine. I took my Vespa apart one time, and I was like, damn, these Italians are serious, man. You know? And, yeah, they're serious. <laughs> it's like they're tripping on some other shit. Um, do you would say that reflects? It's reflected in their bicycles as well. Certainly. Uh, I mean, I would I would figure that yeah. that much, right? But you no, see, no. I mean, it- Italian industry. So, for example, Italian industry for a while, for a long time, had their own had their own thread standard. Like they were they 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 were the beta. For a long time, they were beta, and VHS went out. But I mean, Italian industry was yeah. Italian industry post-war Italian industry was. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that expression of post-war industry, whether it's an espresso machine, whether it's uh, fashion and shoes, everything, they they were completely immersed in 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 that production. Oriented lifestyle, of course, their cost of labor was cheap for a very long time, and it afforded them to do that. And so, certainly, what I what I see here is I see a very broad expanse of of uh, of, of much like American, where you see you see the expression of of the strength of the strength of uh, of Italian expression. And so, the the bikes have very Italian details. So, for example, very strong lugs. Lines? Very strong lugs. Lugs. So, with the way the tubes are joined... Uh, it, uh, 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 Joe was talking about that. Yep. The way that Italians put tubes together is... There's a, there's a way they do it. There is a way they do it. And you can recognize that. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. That's so you can tell about. an Italian bike from a while away. So... Um, Unless you want to add something else, I want to ask you a question now about the actual writing. Um, how how has your writing changed as the and this is a question I asked uh, Joe earlier. And uh, uh, how has your writing changed as the bicycle has the engineering and the material of the bike has changed? How has how has that have you noticed a difference in how you approach your writing because of the of the of the of the machine that you're dealing with of the prop that you're dealing with? Has that had a, an effect on you? Yes. Tell me about that. Absolutely. Tell me about that. Yes. The bike, the, the way that bikes have changed, contemporary bikes are completely exciting and completely engaging. Okay. And completely responsive. Okay. And com- completely immediate in their response 
they're spectacular. I love, I love contemporary bikes. I don't call them modern bikes because then we get into the discussion between. Can you just give us a brief little like just for people? Because as I'm yeah. as you're saying this, I would love to give me an example. When you say the response, yeah. give me just one little like. Tip. So so when we talk about responsiveness, what we talk about is. So, for example, with a football player, mm-hmm. a football player can feel a half a pound difference in the Absolutely. air pressure of their football. Absolutely. A, 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 a football player, a soccer player, can feel a quarter pound difference Absolutely. in the way that the ball bounces off their foot. Yes. A I can so- pick up a baseball and tell you how, how old that baseball is. There, there are completely very subtle characteristics. And Absolutely. When, and when person like me has the ability to experience over time, over nearly Absolutely. 30 years of time, Absolutely. how bikes have evolved. Modern bikes, like a modern computer, it responds faster, it responds more accurately, it responds in a way that is much more immediate to the input in which you give it. So where, do you, where do you see that, like, what do you notice that the most? Press harder on the pedals, the bike responds faster. Think about, think about turning. The bike turns faster. Everything. So happens. that changes so many things. Well, but then what? Not so then. Con- contrast that with say your it's, old it's, steel frame. It's, it's troublesome for people who have ridden old bikes because uh-huh. it's like getting an old Mercedes fast. or getting in a new Mercedes. Cars are too fast. <laughs> Cars right. are too fast. Right. For sure. Right. Okay. Now the prescriptions wearing. <laughs> That was beautiful, man. So you, 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 you're... But certainly, so for me, it was my job for a long time to discern the subtle nuances between bikes. So my job is to articulate the experience and to sell it to you. Mm -hmm. You come in with this old Mercedes, you're like, my old Mercedes works fine. I've had so many good experiences with my old Mercedes. I love my old Mercedes. Why are you telling me that my old Mercedes is worn out and that I must have a new Mercedes? This old Mercedes is fine. Why should I have a new one? And I say, I say, look, times have changed. You don't even know what you've missed. Mm. Mm. You don't even know what you've missed. A good, a great, good or great bicycle retailer will understand how you come in and then give you a chance to ride something that will allow you to feel that new experience yet have that connection with that old experience. So with that said, what about that old bike that you love when you get on it? Like, so tell me about the poetry of that uh, or the I romance love, of that. I love Just my get, tell me something about, so when I get in my old Mercedes, oh, my I love that I feel like I'm in a tank. Uh, it's love, really slow, I love but, my old but I can rely on that. I and love I, my, my old bikes. It's, it's, I ride old it's bikes. It's nostalgic bullshit charm that I'm into, but, but, but it goes beyond that for me. But for you, you're, an, you're not only an enthusiast, you're, you know, you, you, you're, you're talking like a master here. So what is it about your old bikes that you, when you get on that old bike and you go, okay, it doesn't respond the way that my new bike does, but God damn, I love this part of it. So certainly... Nostalgia is wonderful. And, Absolutely. And I'm a big fan of nostalgia. Suck, suckers for nostalgia. I am, I am, I'm vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 like, I love, I love my nostalgia. 
And I love old bikes, and I own many old bikes. But uh, certainly, old bikes, as long as you love your old bike and expect your old bike to, to deliver as promised, it will. It doesn't need to deliver the new experience. That's not what you're asking it to do. What you're asking it to do is to deliver the experience as it was made to do. Absolutely. And so as you enjoy that bike as it was made to do, mm. then that bike is completely mm. capable of doing Damn. that. That bike, that bike is wonderful. And it will do that forever. It will never wear out. It will do what it was designed to do. It will do. do as it is designed to do. You cannot ask that old bike to be contemporary. <laughs> because... <laughs> Right. You can't ask your old Commodore 64 right. to play a video game. Right. right. That that's you know you cannot expect a a, a 74 Porsche to do a lap time that's close to even a 84 Porsche or a 94 Porsche. Even though all of those Porsches look exactly the same. Right. 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 Those are not the same cars. So, disregard that, but enjoy it as it is, and you will be eminently rewarded. You are the fucking, what is the spring from which? I'm the wellspring from which all this web was. Dude, thanks a lot, brother. Oh, thank you. Here in the grandstand talking to Joe. Um, so we we're um, talking about the, the the bicycle now, the the actual the prop that is part of this sport. And, and this this man here, uh, he paints bicycles. So uh, Joe, maybe you can tell us tell us how long you've been doing this, and tell us how you got into painting bicycles. Well. Um, I guess lack of ambition has kept me here where I am, but I've been doing it since 1978. Um, started spray painting in my garage next to the water heater and um, just got a little better and better at it and started uh, painting for other people. And I thought whenever uh, the bikes run out and there's no more to paint, I'll go out and get a real job. <laughs> and so far that hasn't happened. And uh, I'm pushing 60 now, so... I'm not sure it's going to happen, but there's still plenty of bikes to paint. So this is straight up your gig. This is what you do. I think it's been the only job I've ever had. How? When? When did? When did it? Uh, when did you realize, man, this is this is what I do. This is what I do for a living. This is this is how I make my my Benjamins. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It takes those kind of things take a while, right? It's a yeah, process. I'm kind of slow. <laughs> See. That's what I'm talking about. You know, one of the things that I was thinking uh, earlier uh, when I when I found out that we were gonna that this was gonna happen, um, I wanted to come and talk to people about. So, right now we're doing a whole uh, segment, a whole season on Grandstand about non-mainstream sports, so to speak. And cycling is huge all over the world and Europe, especially Except right. Except for the U.S. Right, and and this is like uh, so we have to acknowledge that it's it's definitely not a non-mainstream sport. But what I was getting at is this: 
Um, how have you seen the evolution of the bicycle? How is that? How have what, what, I was thinking? Every sport has a prop, so to speak, right? And in this case, the prop is almost the sport. It's the bicycle. But what what uh, what do you for, tell me? What you saw here today? Tell me um, how you've seen this bicycle. I mean, the frame is is basically has remained the same for hundred and some odd years. Yeah, and so tell me just things, little little bits of nuance, little bits of uh, of things that you've noticed in your in your time uh, handling and painting these uh, these devices, these 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 pieces pieces of, uh, of 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 craftsmanship of art. Well. Um used to be primarily steel for decades and decades, and in the last 30 years, alternative materials have come about. Uh, aluminum, titanium, carbon fiber is now the ruler of all bicycle materials, pretty much. And uh, utilitarian bicycles throughout the world are still made of steel, but where enthusiasts are concerned, where the sport goes, it's all carbon fiber space-age materials. And that all came about when uh, they started to uh, declassify a lot of these materials from uh, defense. Uh, right. The defense industry has been using composites for a long, long, long time. But uh, titanium and carbon is now the way to go. Um, this thing here is mostly about vintage bikes. All these bikes that you see on the wall were all made before, oh, let's say 1990. And uh, they're made of steel and there's an artistic bent to them. They so all that, have... So can you, do you, is there something you want to mention about the artistic component? Um, they all have personality and uh, the, the, uh, the mark of the maker is present. What do you look for as a layman, the person who knows nothing about, looks at a bike and just sees a bicycle? What do you look for? What do you see? Like, what, what would you, what could you share with us? For me, I look at uh, the crispness of the work. Um, the bikes have lugs on them, and these lugs are what the pipes plug into, and that's where the maker can put his mark on it and make his special. Because the way you file it, the way you drill it, the way you cut it out, that imparts your mark on it so even without paint uh, somebody who knows what they're doing and, and, and sees the bikes and knows their bikes they can tell who made it without even having paint or decals or graphics on it and how do they tell that it's your work when you paint it because if you've been doing this for over 30 years you said uh-huh. you have to have left the mark in that business uh, I usually just put a decal with my initials on it but, 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 but could somebody who knows that kind of work recognize your work a lot of people say they can. Yeah. Um, I'd say just uh, You're being good, modest. good clean work, uh, no orange peel, no fingerprints under the decals, no crooked decals. Uh, sharp work is what I'm known for. And nothing crazy or wild. I don't really paint Elvis on the top tube or anything like that. But, uh, so I'm assuming you, bikes get sent from all over the world to you? Uh, mostly the country, but uh, yeah, I get a little the bit. The country, uh, mostly from the U.S. But uh, so you're you're a big deal in the, in that in, in what you do. Um, I'm <laughs> one of the better guys. I'm on the short list. <laughs> That's right. Speaking to the grandstand. So I have two more questions. Do you, do you have a two, two time for two more questions? Uh, my all right, all right. That's what I want to hear. So time for three. So here's the thing. Uh, you were mentioning the different materials. And you're not talking about composite materials, the 
Carbon fi or polycarbon, what did you call it? I'm sorry. Uh, carbon fiber. Carbon fiber. Uh, graphite uh, okay. composite, they call it. And that's that's kind of, that's 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 where we're at right now, as far yeah, as materials? Yeah, that's the cutting edge now for okay. racing bicycles. Every bicycle in the Tour de France today is made of carbon fiber. There are no steel bikes in the Tour de France. So, uh, so maybe this is a, 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 a dumb question, but how, well, no, let me back up. How, one of the things I was thinking is, as the, as the materials and the components and as the bike has evolved to become lighter, is that what we're shooting for? Lighter and more, what are we looking for? What is the, what has the, what has the engineering uh, kind of evolved? What has it been trying to get at? Um, lighter, stronger, faster. But now that they've uh, found out that they can make a bike so light that it's unsafe, the uh, UCI, which is the ruling uh, governing body for cycle racing, has placed a limit on the, the weight. So uh, I don't think they can let a bike in the Tour uh, under, I think it's about 14 pounds or something. They can make bikes way lighter than that, but they want to keep it safe because these guys are hurtling down mountainsides at 60 miles right, an hour. Right. So a lot of it is style, you know, uh, and they give these bikes to the riders to win on Sunday, sell on Monday, like they say. And so, so those it's, things uh, are very style-driven. Yeah. Let's get sold. So uh, with that said, so how has the rider changed as the bike has shifted? Has there been a, a change in who, what kind of riders get on those bikes? Like has the rider evolved because the materials have changed? Or or has that something that has, it's not a non-issue, I guess? Well... Uh, you're talking about enthusiasts that buy these bicycles, virtually the same bike that rides in the Tour, you can go buy off the showroom floor. But the athlete that rides in the Tour is a far different animal than Joe Lunchbucket on his Sunday ride. And so um, training methods have uh, developed. Um, there's, uh, the athletes have gotten to a much higher level now, so that the elite athletes who are born freaks anyway, genetic freaks, now have other things at their disposal so that they can go even faster. Um, so as the engineering has changed, has the athlete changed? Or has it, is the, if the person who rides a bike is a bike, we're going to ride a bike regardless of what the advancements in the engineering are? Well, human beings are still basically the same structure, okay. but um, let's just say um, the pharmaceutical help is, is a lot more prevalent now than it used to be. Um, not, that's not to say that, all right, let's just call it what it is, doping in sports. <laughs> right. See you, Brian. Take it easy. Um, they've always done that. Uh, cheating uh, through doping has been around forever, but it's so advanced now that it's uh, virtually undetectable. Um, the doping people, the, uh, the governing agencies that, that govern this kind of stuff are usually two steps behind the doctors. And so while the, the, uh, the bikes and the equipment and the technology has evolved, so has the training and the, the nutritional supplements and all that stuff, including dope. And at the top professional level, I think everybody is on something. Uh, you, can't, you can't go that hard that long without some kind of help. Right, absolutely. Yeah, um, the, 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 the athlete on the bike has simultaneously evolved, and it's just getting faster and faster and going for a longer period of time. Yes. 
very much so. Uh, the the top level world class cyclists are really kind of freakish looking. Uh, they're just a little bit bigger than jockeys. They're they're pretty skinny. They almost look anorexic. Um, they're they're built to ride the bike, but not much else. Um, most of them can't run across the street, but they can ride a bike for a hundred miles in four hours without a problem. What kind of uh, what kind of uh, when 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 at, when bike uh, athletes uh, retire? What kind of ailments? What, what what are they suffering from? What are they in pain for? Uh, depends on uh, the crashes that they've had, but if they haven't had anything really serious, it's. Uh, Mostly just uh, you know lower back stuff and, uh, and creaky stuff, a little bit of arthritis. But top level guys, you're not sh quite sure what their ailments are because uh, some of the uh, the drugs that they have to take can powder your bones and, and right. cause all sorts of things. Right. Heart attacks are common for people that have abused um, performance enhancing drugs because the the best stuff uh, can turn your blood into mud. Got it. So what is your absolute favorite part of, of watching cycling or of spectating cycling? What do you, what do you like? What do you like to, what do you look for? What do you, what, 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 uh, what catches your attention? Um, I just like to see uh, the determination, the pain they're going through. I, I know a little bit about that. I used to race way back in the uh, olden days, and so I can relate to it. But the whole hoopla surrounding the whole thing, uh, when you go to watch a, a tour stage, such as the Tour of California or the Tour de France, it's an all-day affair, going right. up to the mountain and parking up there and hanging out, seeing the spectacle of all the people. The riders go by. It's all done in about a minute or two. Yet the whole experience <laughs> has just been a day-long party and fun. So uh, that's the kind of part I like. So... Uh Thank you very much for talking to us. Um, so, so some guy as I was walking in said, "See that guy over there with uh, with the white hair? He's 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 pretty big deal. Uh, he paints bikes." So, um, anyways, thank you so much for talking to me. You're welcome. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. I Thanks appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Do you have folks? <laughs> And my bike's illegal, so they sent for the law, but I don't care, yo. I just keep on pedaling, ride past shorty light skin with no man. Hold on, I, I'm here I'm in the grandstand, and I am watching a soccer game, so Roma Madrid. And I just have a grandstander here who said, uh, 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 who said, um, you hate what? I hate soccer players that look like pussies. When Tell me take, about that. When they take a fall, when nothing has oh, happened. Oh, flopping, flopping, yes, flopping. It's annoying. Tell me, tell me, like what, like what about it annoys you too, like the most? <laughs> they're, it's just, it's just wimping out. They're not like, they're not, they're, they're not following through. They're not looking for the ball. They're not doing anything. They're just taking a fall. It's nothing. So yes, it, it is a, it is a, it is a form of a tactic, but it is very annoying to a lot of people. And and uh, I, I'm not going to comment on that right now, but I do. They're pussies. I do, <laughs> So, there you have it, folks. 
Don't fucking flop, okay? <laughs> do you ride? Do you ride bikes? I do. Awesome. So, what, so, so, uh, what, tell me about your bike riding. Or how, how, what's, what's your? I'm an enthusiast. Tell us about it. You're an enthusiast. Mm-hmm. And you ride every day. Like, uh, well, what's, what's your? I ride a few times a week. Yeah. What kind of bike do you have? I have a road bike. Uh, all my bikes basically are steel. What up? Um, I have a, 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 a Bianchi road bike. I have a Geos uh, gravel grinder that's actually the kind that's out of um, out of China. And do you then like? I have a Berton that's my vintage bike. And then I have this really great steel bike that's my uh, for the velodrome. So, uh, tell me why you like riding a steel steel frame bike. Like what? You like it? Just, what it is feels it? good. Yeah. And 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 the reason why I like to ride bikes is because I feel free. Because I'm sorry, what? I feel free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, do you feel it's uh, it's pretty? Do you feel safe out in the streets here in San Diego? I was having a conversation with someone earlier about people's uh, unreal perceptions that they have of, of people who ride bikes. I'm I am not an enthusiast. I ride occasionally, but I do have a lot of. Uh, I'm very mindful of bike riders because I do ride from time to time. But um, what would you say to people who have these negative perceptions of bike riders? I think it's because they feel like we're like cyclists take away the freedom of, of motorized vehicles, like of cars. And I've it is about that. I, 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 it's about that. As absurd as that sounds. I know it sounds absurd, but I've. But it like is right. But it is. There's like this. Uh, you're encroaching on on my on my street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, even though, like I even driving my car, I'll roll a stop sign. But it seems like there are certain people who are very upset when a cyclist rolls a stop sign. There's something uh, I was speaking to someone earlier about the anonymity of of being in a car that you you don't have say while you're walking around a bike. So like, if you and I are riding a bike and and we see we there's an acknowledgement that is a lot more intimate than when you're in a car, right? And like you people do things out of their cars that they would never do out in like out in the sidewalk or even riding a bike, right? No, they might not flip off the person right. when they're when they're when they're grocery shopping. Who does that, right? <laughs> It's like, dude, you're in my lane, right? And then, like, they, okay. No, they're not going to, but they will in a vehicle. Okay, so I, I think everyone agrees on that. So, did you were you riding before? I'm sorry, are you are you guys are you guys uh, we're dating. dating partner? Yeah, okay. So, uh, did you ride before, or did you guys meet through biking, or what? I'm sorry. We we met through biking. Ah. I rode before, but I mainly um, rode on the Mesa because I didn't know how to change my tire. <laughs> But I'm assuming now you do. So I would like ride like a like 20 miles as opposed to now. How did you get into riding bikes? It's uh, that's another question I've been asking. I'm athletic. Ah, so you played sports. What other sports did you play? I played soccer. Ah, hence, hence your no. I do like oh, soccer. Oh, so you don't know like about flopping and all that shit. I don't need to tell you that. Shit. I do like soccer. I don't, oh. I'm a fan. Okay, all right. And you know the women don't flop as much as the men. I gotta tell you, they're not uh, doing that theatrics as the men do. Awesome! Thank you so much. How could I forget to mention the bicycle is a good invention? Sitting there in a silent movie beside the only girl who really ever knew me. 
Happy days, but sad facing. Heaven knows I'm on the case. Oh, how could I forget to mention the bicycle? Somebody told me.